For those who don't know me, like Kenneth said, my name is Andrew, and I'm a member of the church family here at Lionsdown. And it's great to see you here, either in person and for those watching online as well. As Akena has said, I'm going to be walking us through Psalm 146. So let me start by reading that for us now. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, O my soul. I will praise the Lord as long as I live. I will sing praises to my God while I have my being. Put not your trust in princes, in a son of man, in whom there is no salvation. When his breath departs, he returns to the earth. On that very day, his plans perish. Blessed is he whose help is the God of Jacob, whose hope is in the Lord his God, who made heaven and the earth, the sea and all that is in them, who keeps faith forever, who executes justice for the oppressed, who gives food to the hungry. The Lord sets the prisoners free. The Lord opens the eyes of the blind. The Lord lifts up those who are bowed down. The Lord loves the righteous. The Lord watches over the sojourners. He upholds the widow and the fatherless, but the way of the wicked he brings to ruin. The Lord will reign forever. Your God, O Zion, to all generations, praise the Lord. Let me pray. Father, thank you for your words. Thank you for all the blessings that are within your words. And Father, we pray that you would take away all the distractions of our lives uh, that our minds are on. And we pray that you would help us to completely concentrate on the words that you're going to speak to us today. And we pray this in your son's name. Amen. Well, in this day and age, we have access to the whole world's opinions, thoughts, views, ideas, and theories. It's all around us. It's on all of our various computer device things. It's on the side of the bus that drive past. It's on the newspapers waiting for us at the train station. And to all the people that we talk to each and every day. But who do we choose to listen to? Who do we choose to look up to? Who do we choose to trust? Who do we choose to follow? And what do we spend most of our time doing? Well, we're not short of options. There are over 4,000 recognised religions. There are various world leaders. There's an abundance of, of famous people. Or it could be a group of people or a club that we're a part of. Or even a friend or a family member. There's also social media. Who do we follow? Who do we want to know their thoughts and their opinions? Well, I looked online to see who is the most followed person on social media. And with over 315 million followers, it's a guy called Cristiano Ronaldo, who is a footballer. For some reason, we want to be like him, and we want to know what he thinks and what he's up to. But today, we're going to see from the Bible in whom we should praise and in whom we should trust and why? Well, like I said earlier, we find ourselves in Psalm 146, 
And this is a psalm of David. We're at the very end of the psalms here, looking at a song of praise, which starts in the chapter just before, chapter 145, and that song of praise ends in Psalm 150, the very end of the psalms. The psalms are ending here on a high. David is calling for all to praise God. But let's go to verse 3 of our chapter, which says, Put not your trust in princes, in a son of man, in whom there is no salvation. This is the only time in the song, in, in the, in the, in the song of praise of David, um, in these last few chapters of the Psalms, where we get a warning and we're told not to do something. This is something that we're supposed to see. And we should take really seriously. This is a warning, a dangerous one, the only one that we get in this song of praise. And there are two types of people here we're not to put our trust in. The first one is princes, and the second one is a son of man. The word prince here is, to, is used to describe a type of person, either a ruler, a leader, or a head. Um, but let's find out a little bit more about David, our psalmist here. Most of us will know who this David is. He was king over God's people after King Saul. But before he was king, let's see how he was described in 1, Sam, in 1 Samuel, which should be on the screen for us. In 1 Samuel chapter 13, verse 13 to 14, it says... And Samuel said to Saul, You have done foolishly. You have not kept the command of your Lord, of the Lord your God, with which he commanded you. For then the Lord would have established your kingdom over Israel forever. But now your kingdom shall not continue. The Lord has sought out a man after his own heart, and the Lord has commanded him to be prince over his people, because you have not kept what the Lord commanded you. David here is described as a man after God's own heart. Because of this, God has chosen him to be king over his people. Here he is described as a prince over God's people. David is a prince as he was a ruler and a leader in a position of power, the head of Israel. But what's it say back in verse 3 in the psalm? Put not your trust in princes. He's saying, don't put your trust in me or in any other prince. Now this is quite surprising. As David is a significant person in the Bible and he did many great things. First of all, he was a descendant of Abraham, an, an ancestor of Jesus. He, when he was a youth, he defeated Goliath a Philistine champion who saw king at the time and his army couldn't defeat. He's escaped various attempts on his life. He's defeated many nations and God was with David and David was king over God's people. So David was seen as a great blessing to his country, his nation. So he should be worthy of praise, right? He was seen as a hero. Well, David says here, no. Do not put your trust in princes. Not me, 
and not in any other. Examples of a prince today could be one of the following. It could be a church leader or someone like me giving a talk or, or anyone like that. Um, could be a ruler, for example, a queen or a prime minister. Could be your boss at work or just anybody that has uh, or is in a position of power and authority over you. So what does it mean to not put your trust in these type of people? Well, it doesn't mean that we just don't listen to them and don't believe in anything that these people say. But we're not to put our trust in these people and the reason is given in our psalm. Because in them, there is no salvation. But it's not just princes that we're not to put our trust in. There's another type of person and they're described as a son of man. This is just describing man, anybody. In fact, this passage in the NIV, those words are described as, or translated as, human beings. David is saying, not only do we not put our trust in princes, but he's saying, don't put your trust in anyone. No matter who they are, no matter what they've done, no one. And so my first point is, don't put, tr- don't put your trust in man. And we're not to put our trust in these people for salvation. Verse 3 says, Put not your pr- trust in princes, in a son of man, in whom there is no salvation. When his breath departs, he returns to the earth. On that very day, his plans perish. Very simply, there is no salvation in putting trust, putting your trust in any of these people. And that is because these types of people are, first of all, mortal. They're not lasting. Death is a sure future for them. When this happens, they become dust, back of the earth. When they're dead, they can't continue their plan. Their plans die with them. They're gone. And we see this in Genesis chapter 3, verse 19, which again is on the screen for you. It says, By the sweat of your face you shall eat bread, till you return to the ground, for out of it you were taken, for you are dust, and to dust you shall return. Now this is the fate for everyone. So don't put your trust for salvation in these people. So now we're going to look towards who we can put our trust in and who we can praise. Well, it's very obvious in this psalm who we need to praise and trust. He's only mentioned 17 times in these 10 verses. So please look down at your Bibles. I'm going to read verses 1 and 2 and then verse 10. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, O my soul. I will praise the Lord as long as I live. I will sing praises to my God while I have my being. And then verse 10, The Lord will reign forever. Your God, O Zion, to all generations, praise the Lord. Now, Psalms 146 to 150, they all start and end with the Hebrew word, Hallelujah, which means praise the Lord. 
So throughout this whole song of David, uh, praise from David, he's calling for all to praise the Lord. But notice in verses 1 and 2 of this chapter, David says it slightly differently. It's all very personal. In verse 1 he says, O my soul. He's talking to himself. Praise the Lord, O my soul. He's stirring himself up to praise God. He's talking to his soul, his heart. He's telling himself to praise the Lord. David here is being an example of how we are to live. David here is showing us how we are to praise the Lord as an individual. It's a full life commitment, a giving up of ourselves to the Lord all of our lives. As long as we live, while we have been, David is showing here that he's holding nothing back. He is fully committed all of his life to praise God. And David's focus in verse 10 is different to the first couple of verses. Instead of saying, Oh my soul, he's now saying, Oh Zion. He's talking to God's people here, not only during his time, but all generations. This includes us now. David is talking to us now. And so my second point is, praise the Lord. He's putting everything in perspective. We are easily distracted by the latest worldly thing going on in our lives. But no matter what is going on, the Lord reigns. The Lord will reign forever. He's reminded us here who this is. Your God, the God of Jacob. He's talking to us, he's talking to us right now, saying, praise the Lord. Praise is the mark of the people of God. And we can see this in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9, which will be on the screen. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvellous light. David here is helping us to look forwards. He's encouraging us to trust in God at all times. He has been and always will be God who reigns over all. His kingdom will last forever. And now we will look at verses 5 and 9 to see why we should praise the Lord. In my introduction earlier, I mentioned Cristiano Ronaldo, the, the footballer, and mentioned how he has the most social media followers. And well, the reason for that is because he's believed to be one of the best footballers of all time. And we see this in his stats. So he's made 894 appearances. He has scored 674 goals. He has 229 assists. And he's played a total of 73,044 minutes of football in matches. And well, to understand why we should praise the Lord, we are given, in these verses, his stats. 
which shows us his identity and his character. Um, In verse 6, he is the creator of everything and everyone. He is all-powerful. He keeps his promises to his people. In verse 7, he is the judge. He feeds the hungry. He sets prisoners free of their sin. In verse 8, he opens the eyes of the spiritually blind. He lifts up those who have heavy burdens. He loves the righteous and he is just. In verse 9, he watches over his people and protects them, but he is also the one who destroys the way of the wicked. From these verses, we can see that the Lord is awesome. And so my third point is, the Lord is awesome. A lot of these attributes we see in Jesus, his son, God on earth. And the greatest thing that Jesus did was that he came to earth and he died on the cross in order to pay for the sins of his people. Taken away that barrier between God and man. By doing this, he shows us that he keeps faith forever by dealing with sin so that we can have a relationship with him, also showing us that he is just. So we can be sure of the future, of what is to come, when he returns as judge. This is great news for us. It means if we believe and trust in him, he will look after us and our sin is paid for. We no longer need to face the punishment for sin. This is why it says, uh, David says in verse 5, Blessed is he whose help is the God of Jacob, whose hope is in the Lord his God. Blessed here simply means happy. So those who have a personal covenant with God, those who have chosen, uh, those that God has chosen and helps and looks after, and those who trust the Lord are truly happy. This is a happiness like any other. It's not like when you're on holiday and while you're away, you're really, really happy. But then when you get back and you're back to the day-to-day, you don't have the same happiness that you had when you were away. In the same way, our happiness is not just for on a Sunday while we're at church. But in fact, this true happiness is something that is present the whole time, throughout all of our lives. In fact, not only for all of our lives, but that lasts for eternity. There is no one else to rely on for true salvation and so receive this true happiness. All other princes and and mankind will return to nothing. Their plans will come to nothing. They will be destroyed. And because of the cross and everything God has done, he is worthy of praise. We should always be praising the Lord for what he has done. And so, if you're a Christian, David is reminding us of the Lord and all that he has done. So we should be praising him all of our lives. David tells us multiple times, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. But if you're not a Christian here today or or watching at home, I urge you to keep on looking into the Bible 
to see all the great things that are within it. And I pray that you would find this true happiness and that you too would praise the Lord the rest of your life. Let me pray. Father God, thank you that because of all that you have done, we may find salvation and be happy. Father, we pray that you would never forget this, that we, that we would never forget this, and that we pray that um, all of our lives, that we would be constantly praising you. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.